The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Hannah Beth joining me as well. We have guests on today in studio and out of the studio. We're going mobile. That is ahead and it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Just told a great story about them. Actually kind of expounded, got a little bit more detailed as to why I had moved my accounts over to them recently and how good I feel doing it. Uh, I actually talked about it on one of the brand new podcasts from the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network, and that is Southside Pod, 30 minutes of good for all of the Southside outside of Evergreen Park. Check it out when you get a chance. Everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. But what I was talking about essentially in that segment is how good I feel when I walk into that bank at 95th and Pulaski. They know me. And if they don't know me, they pretend. At least they're trying. Like, everybody's waving, they're smiling. At least I feel like they're smiling behind their mask. You're in, you're out. There's no long lines. I'm not sitting there trying to make an appointment online for every single thing that I need to do. I use their mobile banking. When I have a problem, they're two seconds away. I can shoot an email off to my banker. I can make a phone call. They're readily available to help you out. That's the advantage of a local bank. And they deliver under pressure. When the pandemic hit, local businesses needed help securing Paycheck Protection Program loans, and 13 local businesses got more than $3 million in loans with the help of the First National Bank of Evergreen Park that saved more than 200 local jobs. Find out what they can do for you. Visit today, bankevergreenpark.com slash for you, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Joining me on the phone line right now, it is busy over at the Evergreen Park Public Library. We've got so many things going on. It's the perfect time of the year to check back in with our good friends over there because summer is about to begin. Jenna Hart Wisniewski on the line with me. Jenna, last time we spoke, you were over here, but it's busy over there right now, correct? You guys have big plans for the summer? Yeah, it's the last two weeks before summer reading. So, of course, I can't get away from the library because we have so much to do before summer reading starts. When I was a kid, it was I used to go up to the Chicago Public Library and they would try to incentivize kids into reading. So the idea was like every time you read a book or every time you check out a book and then you'd show back up and then they would put like your name on something. They have a little chart and you would get like a prize after so many books. Is that something like what you guys do or do you have a different kind of program? Yeah, so we uh, we do have a summer reading program every single summer. Last summer was a little bit different because uh, we were closed for most of the summer. And now that we're open again, we can actually have some fun. Um, it's, it's funny, I had kind of an opposite uh, experience growing up. I grew up in Evergreen, and um, I did spend time at the Evergreen Park Public Library. But the thing is, I don't remember summer reading programs. <laughs> but uh, we make it so much fun for everybody. And this year, our summer reading theme is Reading Colors Your World. And it starts June 1st and runs through July 31st. And um, it's for all ages. So parents, grandparents, 
kids, babies can all sign up for the same program. And we have different kinds of reading incentives for everybody. So uh, for every 200 minutes that you read this summer, you can read, be read to, you can read to somebody, doesn't matter. It all counts. You'll get some kind of little prize. Kids can spin the prize wheel and adults will be able to um, choose a charity that library foundation funds will get donated to at the end of the summer. So uh, we've got tons of stuff going on. And Chris, can I take this full hour to talk about all the library stuff that we have going on? Because Yeah, because I, I keep thinking to myself, like, it must be so different now. I mean, last summer, you couldn't do anything. No. And now this summer, it's like you got like a billion things. You've got that bike that you're riding around on delivering books. Mary, our teen librarian, did get out a couple of weeks ago into Circle Park, and she gave away kites which was really exciting. We had a good turnout for that one. That's awesome. Yeah, so we're hoping that the weather kind of picks up a little bit. It's nice and warm today, but unfortunately, I'm not getting out there. But we do have a lot of plans for the trike this summer, and um, I know our children's staff is going to be getting out into our beautiful parks this summer to do some story time. So we'll have stories in the park. Um, We have a lot of teen stuff coming up. One of the really cool programs we have coming up is a father-son courtside book talk to discuss the book The Crossover by Kwame Alexander. So that one's going to happen on June 16th at 7 p.m. at the Oak Lawn High School Gymnasium. But we've got some free books, free copies of the book at the LRC at Evergreen High School. Um, Oak Lawn High School's Media Center has some. We've got free books at the Central Middle School Library. So you can pick one up while supplies last and read that in anticipation of the book talk on June 16th. I, I was going to ask you, what what's it like over there right now? Because I've noticed when I go out with my wife, we'll get in the car and she'll be like, where do you want to go? And I'm picking places for, for to where I eat you know, where, where we go and get a beer, where we go and do our entertainment based upon whether or not I know already what I'm getting into when I get there. Because there are some places that are right along the CDC guidelines now. You walk in, you barely see a mask when you walk into them. And I, I've been in, in Evergreen Park and outside of them. And then I've seen the entire spectrum all the way back to it still feels like it's December. Where is the library at right now, hours wise and what people can expect when they walk in? Yeah, so where do we stand? Um, We are not forcing masks. Um, We do encourage mask wearing. Um, We we do ask you to wear a mask inside of our computer lab just because it's an enclosed space. We don't have a lot of ventilation in there. But inside of the library, all of the staff are pretty much still wearing masks, um, so we still encourage it. But um, the exciting thing is that we are expanding our hours um, right now, it's a little bit slow because um, this is our slow time. We don't have a ton of programming. We're, we're kind of taking a little bit of a chill break before we pick up for summer. But we're just getting the library decorated and making our final plans for everything. But the exciting thing is that, yeah, we're expanding our hours starting on June 1st. So we're kind of going back to our regular summer hours, which are 9 to 9, Monday through Thursday. And uh, Friday and Saturday, nine to five and closed on Sundays, which will probably change in the fall. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that you guys yeah. are, are are doing the extended hours. Kids need things to do in the summer. I throw my kids out of the house, but sometimes I don't know what they do. I think they just go around the block, sit down yeah. and go, well, he won't <laughs> let me back in. So I got to go find something. So at least I know they also <laughs> have the library available to them this summer. Any other uh, big programs you want to make sure that you tell us about? So we do have a yarn bombing for um, adults, actually all ages. If you crochet or knit, um, you can meet at the library on June 12th from 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. Just come by at any time during those hours. 
and um, make sure that you crochet or knit some squares or like swatches in advance. And then you get to tie them to our trees for a public art um, installation. So that's really exciting. We're, we're going to bring some color to the library this summer. Everybody always kind of assumes that the, all the library is is books and some computer access. Now you, you guys really come up with like a, a bunch of really neat things to do. And you involve everybody, too. Yeah, we have amazing staff, so we're, we're really lucky. And um, now that we've got 10, 10 more hours a week to do it all, it's a lot, lot more exciting. And not only in um, virtual anymore, um, another exciting thing happening this summer is that we're bringing back in-person programming. It might be a little bit limited, um, but we kind of came up with a, a fun way to do this. We're buying a big tent. So picture like a big circus tent. Um, and that was provided by our library foundation. They're, they're the ones that purchased it. So we're going to put it in our staff parking lot in the back of the library. And um, that will allow us to do some socially distanced and safe in-person programming. And unfortunately, but fortunately for her, you guys are uh, are going to see the retirement of a longtime guest here on the EP podcast, Nikki Seidel, who has been a big supporter of this show. And we've had her on a bunch of times. And she's been running the library for a while. And now she is retiring from what I understand, right? Yes, very sad time at the library, but also an exciting time. Um, Nikki has been at the Evergreen Park Public Library's director for 20 years, a little over 20 years. So um, her time, <laughs> she she deserves this, man. Um, so she's retiring at the very end of June, and um, we have already um, done the search and hired a new director. So Frank Murray is going to be taken over as director, I believe, two, maybe a week or so before Nikki leaves. So we'll have a new face and a new uh, a new face of the library starting in June. Let's close this out. Give me one more thing that people should check out with the library. Remember, you can go on the library website. Evergreen Park Library has got a great website, evergreenparklibrary.org. And they list not only everything that Jenna's talking about, but everything else that she might not be able to get to because it is only a 30-minute podcast. But give me one more thing that you're like super excited about over there that people need to mark on their calendars. One more exciting thing um, I'll mention for the teens, because the teens always need something to happen. Um, we've got a Teen Read with Pride program on June 30th. So um, author James Cleese, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, uh, he is going to be visiting us on June 30th to talk about his book, Love Drugged, which you can pick up at the library. Um, so we are going to be meeting with him. So teens, adults, come on by. And that's, that's another really exciting thing uh, for Pride Month in June. And, and let's just say this, it's not hard to get a book there, right? Like I always hear people say, well, I go over there, but I don't have a library card. Like, t- I mean, how, how easy is it really for somebody who walks in who's never been there before to come in and start participating in things at the library and grabbing a book? Oh my God. You don't even have to have a library card to participate. If you want to grab a book, you do have to have a library card. Uh, you do have to live in Evergreen Park um, to get an Evergreen Park public library card. But if you live in Chicago and you have a Chicago public library card, that's all you need to. You just link it up with us and you can check out books from our library. You can request them from other libraries in the area. So it's as easy as that. Um, But even if you don't live in the area, you can absolutely attend our programs. We don't restrict it to residents, um, residents of Evergreen. We've had people come to our virtual programs from like New York and Pennsylvania. It's really cool. Jenna Hart Wisniewski from the Evergreen Park Public Library. Lots of stuff going on over there. I look forward to seeing you riding by, throwing books to the children uh, on your yeah. on your psychedelic trike sometime this summer, Jenna. 
I'll be sure to ring my bell. Ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Chris. It's now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop, located right here in Evergreen Park. They would like to help you quit smoking. A lot of people go online in the past, try to find products. It's harder to do these days. They will take you through the process, and they have everything available to help you. Visit them today, 3837 95th Street, right here in the EP. Those of you in the Northeast Quadrant, NICOR will have NPL construction in the area, replacing all steel mains and steel services. That is going to be going on for about 120 days. We're talking 87th Street to 91st between Richmond and Rockwell. Any questions, 708-229-3360. The Evergreen Park Farmer's Market is now open Every Thursday, 7 a.m. to 1 p.m., we visited them on the last episode. You can go back and check that out on demand. From what I understand, brand new Mayor Kelly Burke going to be out there in the next couple of weeks. I don't know exactly what date. I find that out. I'll let you know. I know we're going to be there on June the 10th. Come by between 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. The EP Podcast out there with the big tent giving away things, including that EP Podcast car magnet. You put it on the back of the vehicle. You might win some fabulous prizes this summer if we see you. I get to debut my brand new prize wheel as well. I bought it right before the pandemic. This is the first time I get to go out and be with the people, and I'm pumped. Mark the calendar June 10th at the Farmer's Market. 89th and Kedzie at Yukich Field. Remember, if you are looking for a vaccine, COVID-19 vaccine available at the Evergreen Park Pharmacy. That isn't the only place, but they have the Moderna over there, their location, the Mary Potter Pavilion, and you can sign up online. If you have an issue signing up online, give them a call 708-423-4700. Finally, just want to let everybody know, next week on this program, the EP Podcast brings back to kick off the summer Eating Evergreen Park, an entire show, 30 minutes of food. Listen as we bounce around the EP and check out what's good to eat this summer. Eating Evergreen Park, that is the episode next week, right here on the EP Podcast. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Hannah, we are enjoying the warm weather as spring is coming to a close and summer is around the corner and we have Memorial Day weekend coming up and everybody's getting ready to go do things. Like my parents are now out at their lake cottage getting the boat in the water and preparing for like family. You know, I mean, people are getting ready for their barbecues and guys like John Brand have their their rooftops ready to go. And we're sitting on the rooftop at Open Outcry here in the Beverly Morgan Park neighborhood on Western Avenue on 109th and Western. And, and John, you, 
first of all, I love what you've done with the place, even though I miss my cabin. Like, <laughs> I, you know, we had the EP podcast cabin up here in the winter, but, man, I'm ready for summer, man. I'm ready for this deck. Maybe we are going to be okay, huh, kid? Yeah. It feels good. It yeah. does feel good. And, and, you know, you have done so many different things out here on this patio and i think you had mentioned that you you have different different improvements you're always looking for each and every year tell us anybody who's never been up on your rooftop or or hasn't been up here in a while describe it for them tell them why they should come out and sure it. so it's an open air elevated beer garden on the second floor of the building at 109th and western overlooking western avenue uh seats seats about 90 90 people um it's the same decors downstairs. We deconstructed a barn and used all that re- all those reclaimed materials to put together all the uh, the finer carpentry finishes up here. Uh, same color scheme. Everything's in the gold and the and the black. And f- this is this is going to be our third summer, believe it or not. And um, it's just a very very pleasant place to hang out, especially at night on a nice night. Now you're starting off. It looks like with tables, which and you got to. I remember last year. You had like lounge chairs up at the front, like overlooking the street. We did. So you've reconfigured it a little bit. We did. I just like the flow better. I like it. I like the flow. <laughs> a couple reasons. Number one, um, one of the the feedback we've gotten over the last couple of years is is uh, three three things mainly. One, sun cover. Number two, sound. Uh, number three, TVs, and then the efficiency of uh, of. Of drink service so we reconfigured the deck to make it more efficient just from a service perspective we pushed a lot of the seating up towards western avenue to take advantage of the, the views and then when you drive up and down western avenue and you see 50 people sitting up on the rooftop uh right from the street whereas before some of the tables were pushed towards the back right we think that that's just a much just create a nicer aesthetic much more inviting uh so all these folks will be sitting up here instead of towards the back we doubled the number of cantilever umbrellas that we'll have over the table. So basically every table will have sun cover now. Uh, and we installed a Sonus sound system up here as well. The sound quality is tremendous. Yeah. And that, yeah. Well, that'll, uh, if you look around, all the speakers were installed uh, last week. Uh, we got a subwoofer right there. Make the... That's a subwoofer? That's a subwoofer, Look yeah. Look how fancy that thing is. Yeah, right? super fancy. Yeah, I know. It looks like, it looks like Star Wars <laughs> up here. That, that thing's smooth up there. It's sleek. Uh, but we, we demoed it earlier this week with the sound engineers, and it's just a very... It's not loud, uh, but this is one of those zone sound systems, so you have high resolution in the sound in the background, but you can still sit next to somebody at a table and have a, a conversation without uh, raising your voice too much. And what I like about up here is just your uh, your versatility. You made it work for the winter. You had all these cabins and cottages up here. They're all gone now. I assume you got the crane. We got the crane, <laughs> yes. We were very worried about the crane. Last yes. time on the show, you were nervous about the crane. I was nervous about the crane. You got the crane. I'm it's still gone. nervous about the crane because <laughs> I know I got to do it again in the fall and every year. Uh, I have a friend. I have a friend that's in the trade business, and I was able to bribe him with beer to show up on Saturday morning at 6 a.m. with a crane, and we lifted all the the cabins off the roof. How long did that take? Uh, I had a bunch of friends, Mug Club members, actually, that um, like you were giving me. Shit. They're like, "Why is the rooftop not open yet?" I'm like, "Well, I can't get a crane, <laughs> and I can't get people to help me lift these things off the off the deck." And they said, "Well." We all showed up. These are Mug Club members. If we okay. all showed up and helped you lift these off the roof, can you get the deck open next week? And I said, yeah. Yeah. So they all showed up. So the Mug Club was they, like, I'm sick of not being able to go so up there. The so I'm going to A bunch of Mug Club members showed up on Saturday morning. 
Yes. Of all people, the Mug Club members. The Mug Club members showed up. A bunch of Mug Club members <laughs> showed up, helped me lift the cabins off, and then we drank uh, Lemon Lime Speculator until deep into the evening. Imagine, one day, out of nowhere, you need your car towed. Who are you going to call? You have no idea. Right, because none of us think about that until it actually happens. So I'm going to give you a name, Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Located in Evergreen Park, Illinois, they will tow your vehicle, locally or at a long distance, at a very affordable price. What happens when your car needs a jump start? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. What happens when you're locked out of your car? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. You got a junk car, you don't know how to get rid of it, and you just want to move along and get some cash? They buy your junk cars. Covering the EP and the surrounding south side of Chicago, Dreamers is there when you need them with 24-hour service. Call them, 773-410-4549. 773-410-4549. Turn a sudden nightmare into a dream with Dreamers Towing and Recovery. How, how important is it for you when you're figuring out, you and Will, when you're talking about beers, especially for the summertime, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're sitting around, you've got your plans. All right, I've got this great place open outcry here on 109th and Western. I could open up the front doors and let the breeze in, and families come in here and they eat pizza, and they, you know, they, they, I've got a great menu, and now I've got the rooftop, and I'm all set up with that, and I've done my sound, and I've got this this great view up here at at the treetop level here along Western Avenue, and all of those different factors. But then a lot of it has, a lot of things have to come together, and one of those has to be. The beer that you're serving, you have your staples, right. but you have to find something that's perfect for summertime. And and so, how far out do you start planning? Like, what your summertime menu is going to be beer-wise at Open Outcry? The the turnaround time for from brew day to fermenter in, in beer is not that long. It's two, three, sometimes four weeks, right? So, uh, we can we can make beer menu decisions and execute on those and get them on draft relatively quickly. Now. How do we do that? To be honest with you, I'm, I'm not a religious. I'm not super religious. Right, but you pray a lot. Uh, I, I, well, what I do do <laughs> is when I when I wake up in the morning, right, and I say my prayer, right, I say a prayer to Saint Turner, our Saint brewer. So Turner. we're so we're very listen. Make we're, those t-shirts. Saint Turner. I would buy and wear that t-shirt. So I think your listeners have heard us talk about Will before. We're very fortunate. Will Turner, our brewer here. Uh, he's been doing this for almost 30 years. Okay, lived, lived in Evergreen Park up until recently, or is he still there? He still lives in Evergreen still Park. In, yeah. Still in Evergreen. Yeah. Still in Evergreen. Will Turner's been brewing for 30 years. He was one. He was one of the OG brewers at Goose Island. Uh, before that, he brewed in California, and before that, he brewed in Europe. And he was at Revolution. At and then right? he left Goose Island, and he was the original brewer at Revolution's Brew Pub. Right. This guy knows what he's doing. And if you think about it, he goes from Goose, right? And revolution gets started. Look where they where they went. Yes. And Will was the guy that kind of basically showed up and got yes. that started. Like, do you sit around and think to yourself, like, I could be revolution? Hail Mary, this full of Will. Started. The Lord is with thee. I mean, why do you think I? Why do you think I hire the guy? Listen, he no. Like, I, this guy's no slouch. Like this. I guy, This guy makes breweries like like famous. Is what he when, does. When when Will uh, when we started talking to Will and it was it looked like perhaps he was interested in. Um, uh, brewing down on the south side of Chicago, um, 
we were very, very, very happy. Very, we're very fortunate to have a guy like that working here with his experience and his skills. Uh, he's just, and he's just a great guy too. He's a great guy to have in the in the in the, in the building as well. So, uh, I feel very fortunate that he's here. He's making great beer, and he's been brewing here now for just under two years. And it's been very clear that the south side in this community has responded to the the products that he's putting on draft. So let's talk about what the girls are drinking here, John Brand of Open Outcry. All right, slow down. You said it was a stronger IPA. I'm already halfway. Well, it's a, it's it's a stronger pale. pale. It's a pale. This oh. is called pale. this is called the Hank Paulson. It's a, it, the Hank Paulson. It's a strong, hazy pale ale. I think this is the third time uh, that we've brewed this beer, and it's a it's a pale ale. Uh, it's just. It's just knocking on the door of IPAs in terms of ABV, but it's not quite there according to the style guidelines. So we call it a strong pale, which is an official uh, style category. Right. And it's hazy. And I first found pale ales when I was in Northern California. Probably a Sierra ago. Nevada, Sierra right? Sierra Nevada. The Sierra Nevada. It's it the was, consummate pale ale. But that right? was like when I was discovering craft beer living on the West Coast 20 years ago, and I walked into a place and they're like, try this. The Sierra Nevada, the Sierra Nevada pale ale is maybe one of the most important beers in the cra- in that's been brewed in this country in the last 30 40 50 years it's one of the it, i mean it's one of the beers that launched the current craft movement that we're in the uh the founder of sierra nevada his name is ken grossman and he's a legend in the brewing industry because he's the guy that brought innovation and interesting beer back to this country i think he started you're gonna have to fact check me on this hannah but i think it's early 80s i think sierra nevada he I opened up sierra right, nevada actually. Early Based 80s. on the fact that I've been to their brewery a couple times and taken the tour, it's a beautiful I, I, story. I, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if you've noticed, John. I've been to a lot of breweries and I've taken a lot of tours. <laughs> I was say, which yeah. tours have you not been on? I noticed Hannah. You must be Catholic because I noticed you just did a sign across as the as right. the ambulance went by. She does that. I'm Southern Baptist. Oh. <laughs> That's she is. She's Southern Baptist. But there's a rosary in my purse, right, so go figure. A, yeah, right, she, that makes sense. She carries multiple religions on her person. <laughs> All right. So that person that just went by in the ambulance is totally covered. So what makes that beer fun to drink, the Hank Paulson, it's, it's a strong, hazy pale. It's 5.9%. Uh, so it brings a lot of the full-bodied uh, sweetness and um, notes that you would get out of IPAs, but a little less ABV. And then we'll brew that with... Uh, citric, citra, and mosaic. So you're getting all those citrus and floral notes, mm-hmm. uh, not not just in the uh, in the taste, but in the in the nose too. It gives off a real nice uh, aroma so as well. Easy it's smooth. You know what? It, it's very very smooth, and that's what I noticed when it's I. It's a very approach. We talked about how approachable hazy IPAs yeah. are for non IPA drinkers that's in previous shows. That's that a is. summer pale. That's yeah. even more approachable. Yeah. That's like that's like if like let's say your your lemon lime speculator is great your speculator is great but let's say somebody's sitting there going I want a little bit more of a bite I want something like I want an I want an ale I want a pale ale I want something that's close to an IPA but it's summertime and I really don't want to get overheated out here you know drinking something that's too heavy that's, that's a good intro yeah, yeah that's for exactly sure. what I would do yep. and it's got the haze which is like all the rage yeah. mm-hmm. right now you know people people love that love the haze that's yeah. the Hank Paulson all right Paulson. before we let you go what pizza are you binging on right now? John has said this multiple times on the show that with his pizzas in the wood fire oven, he will pick one and eat it for like a week to a week and a half straight, sometimes even longer. So what are you currently eating every day here at Open Outcry? The Chi-Town with French fries. <laughs> so that's Italian beef, the jardinera, and French fries. It's our house jardinera. Yeah. It's speculator braised beef. 
beef tallow fried french fries on our usual uh, pizza Cross. dough that we yeah. make that we make every every day. Yeah. Uh, this beer, uh, this pizza, by the way, um, is a little controversial. Why is it controversial? Because, How can a pizza be controversial? Because this is Chicago, right? And we're talking about pizza, right? And everyone gets all worked up over this. Just yesterday, there was a, a repost uh, by another media outlet here in the Chicagoland area that did a did a story on the Chi Town. On this, on that pizza, you're on talking that about. right specific pizza, and the comments online were very, very polarizing. They were hurtful. They uh, they hurt a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I had a hard time sleeping last they, night. They bothered you. A hundred percent. Is it because of the fries? Is it because it's of the, the fries? It's the fries. It's the fries. Yeah, oh, yeah. Come on. It's the fries. I don't know why I've never heard of relax. a pizza with fries on it before. Yeah, but have you eaten it? No, but I want to. It's well, delicious. You're eat it because we're getting yeah. one tonight. Okay, <laughs> I've had one here before. They're great. And now after he brought it up, I'm like, yeah, get me two. So yeah, you're gonna try one tonight, okay? It's gonna be a beautiful summer out here at Open Outcry. John is always nice enough to come over to our place and bring beer today. He let us come to his place and still gave us beer. He so, did, and yeah. the weather is, it's just beautiful up here. It's here's beautiful tonight. perfect summer deck. It is. This is where you want to be. You want to get here early, make sure you get a spot up here. It's perfect, and stay here all night. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> Open outcry, 109th and Western. John Brand, thanks a lot, bud. Thanks, guys. Before we get out of here, I want to say once again, congratulations to the Our American Voice Civics class at Central Middle School. Those eighth graders over there were on this show, I would say about a month or so ago, trying to figure out how do we help small business. Then they came up with a plan and they released this entire thing in the month of May with special deals all around Evergreen Park to help out stores in Evergreen Park, to help out restaurants in Evergreen Park all month long. And for this last week of the promotion, 20% off a single purchase at Classmates. Peace of mind organization, $5 off every $25 that is spent. They do your organization. And this week, Claudia Parker Portraits, $25 off portraits and $50 off videos. Mention the OAV promotion. Great job by those kids helping out the community. This is the EP Podcast, and we will see you soon. Make sure you are subscribed. If you have not subscribed, hit the subscribe button and check out the brand new website, theeppodcast.com. Now more interactive, and it gives you a chance with the touch of a button from any device to leave us a message and be a part of the show. My name is Chris Verhanna. This is the EP Podcast found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.